3: equal housing opportunity.
2: Truck-free Tuesday.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: And I'm liking it. Although there's some things I want to bring up.
0: Maybe tomorrow. We're all called upon to make sacrifices during these troubled times, Jack.
2: I saw a little bit of this argument. I saw a highlighted of it. A guy, ex-CIA guy and an ex. Just got a phone call from some state I don't know anybody in. Clearly a
0: Yeah. Ah, dang it! Well, and annoying. local calls are, are crap yeah. half the time too. They masquerade. Probably um, the Russians.
2: So, a couple of people that have had security clearances arguing on cable news, yelling at each other, turned into a yelling match. This uh, former FBI official, um, anyway, um, about whether or not. You make more money having a security clearance. And the one guy said, no, you don't. And the other guy said, come on, you get more money as a consultant for having a security clearance. Stop acting like that doesn't happen. And they yelled at each other. And the one guy basically said, we're done and stormed out. Wow. But, so I've heard that a bunch of different places. I wish we could nail that down more. I just wonder if for years and years and years it has become popular and they all work for each other and merge each other's bosses. And then you raise up. Through there. Yeah. yeah. We're going to keep these clearances going because when you get on the outside, it's a pretty cush way to make a living. And that's f- what's driving it more than anything. Mm, yeah, I don't
0: know. Well, I've heard it's definitely part of the swamp creature benefits sure. uh, yeah. scheme. <clears throat> a couple of notes from listeners on that topic. Don writes, I don't understand the controversy over revoking security clearances of previous White House employees. I had a secret clearance, which amounted to no more than a national agency check during the time I was aboard a ship in the Navy, but only because it was necessary to my work. However, when I left the Navy, that security clearance was immediately revoked. The same policy should apply to former White House staff. In the rare instance that Jack mentioned in which their expertise is needed, it can be granted temporarily as it is with civilian contractors who need to be on site for a short time. Nobody's brought that up on cable news because that clouds the I hate you-know-who, I love you-know-who waters. Uh, Here's another note from MT. Not sure when and if it changed, but I retired from the Department of Defense as a GS-14, rather high-up management, some time ago. And at that time, it was routine to lose your clearance when you retire. I also lost it and had to reply most times I was transferred. I lost it every time I was transferred from base to base in the military also. Clearances are and always have been issued on a need-to-know basis. And after you retire, you no longer have a need-to-know. It's not the federal government's job to ensure the ongoing employment of establishment retirees by letting them keep a security clearance. It
2: is if you're connected. I think at a certain level, I think below a certain level, this is all true. At a certain level, high up, they all work together. Keep it because you make more money. Yeah.
0: Today, for some reason, establishment types are treating clearances like an entitlement. Once you get it, you never lose it. They need to just say, everyone is in everyone, loses their clearance once they retire. Drain the swamp. Yeah,
2: we didn't get here the right way, and this has got nothing to do with that decision in my mind. I just think it's something we all became aware of, and now we should discuss, do we want it to continue that way or not?
0: It's like the secret government-only employees DMV office at the California State Capitol. Yeah. You know, it's something they got away with because they run the place and you work for him. And if you biatches ever forget it, they will fine you. And penalize you.
2: Hey, a little on this, just because we had this discussion off the air yesterday, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Front page USA Today. Help wanted cannabis industry as a bunch of states have legalized marijuana. Um, And uh, so they're catching up, and people can make jobs either uh, being scientists who know how to grow it or uh, as a bud tender. Oh, people love saying that. (laughs) I get it. Um, (laughs) And all this different sort of stuff. But uh, the the, the behind-the-scenes story to that is in just a couple of years, all the rules change on this. I don't exactly understand why it's happening and why the timetable. But then all of a sudden, Philip Morris or whatever giant company can can come in and take over and do. You can be like the Coors Light of marijuana. Right now, it's a bunch of little mom and pop stuff and uh, craft
0: brewers, if you will.
2: And uh, and and then you know, but the Budweiser, if you will, or I guess more accurately, Marlboro can come in and take it over. And so we were discussing Marlboro Man now has dreadlocks. <laughs> Shocking stuff. You, you should see him hacky sack. <laughs> He's
0: now the Marlboro Dude.
2: And we were wondering, well, well, so, well, all these all these people that are having this cool craft marijuana lifestyle, will that all go out the window? I thought, well, you know, there's, there's beers that have survived, whether it's ones that turned into big stuff like Sierra Nevada or just your local brew pub. Mm-hmm. But that's because I don't know much about marijuana. And Sean, who's done a tremendous amount of research on this.
0: At his local library. Yes,
4: read
2: many encyclopedias about this. See, because on the craft beers and, uh, and similar with wine... They're actually a little different here and there. You can, mm-hmm. you can make them different. But marijuana, mostly, at least according to Sean's research, is mostly either getting high or you're not. There's not a lot of this flavor, that flavor stuff. Right. Well, there's variation, but it's just a few different variations. It's not nearly as much
4: as the your bud tender would lead you to believe. And the, <laughs> the differences aren't like flavor pairings, like you were saying. It's not, oh, this is an interesting, it's a different experience, but I, I, I do think the, craft side of of the industry is slightly overblown.
2: Yeah, so that that's interesting. It's just a different thing. You don't have all the nobody I don't think many people are going to be smoking marijuana for anything but the effect. Whereas lots of people drink wine, I never did, but lots of people <laughs> drink wine and beer because they like the flavor and the way it goes with food and this and that. Exactly. That's part of it. Or, you know, actually drinking the wine. And it spit- tastes
0: wonderful, and it makes you feel funny.
2: Drinking wine and spitting it out as a tasting. I never did that once in my life. Mm. <laughs> but I know a lot of people do. In fact, probably most people. Um, but that's not going to happen. Mm. Not, not most not, people. No?
0: no? No. Generally, if I'm driving, uh, I will. But that's that's the only reason. I mean, they're giving you wine. What are you, a fool? <laughs> <laughs> no, pros thought. do that. Pros do that, but just because... I just
2: don't think that's going to exist with marijuana. You're either effed up or you're not. That's yes. what I'm doing this
0: for. Right. Right. So,
2: yeah, did, so, did yeah, just, yeah
0: getting back to your original point. It might
4: oh, just
2: yeah. be one big company or a couple big companies. The corporations are going to sweep in.
4: If for instance, so the, the the wine sipping and spitting out is, is very common, like if you're judging a competition. Right. If you are at the high times pot strain of the year competition, you are not just tasting the weed and, and exhaling it. You are trying to get high on it. And Judging it based on that, I God, think it's another how, you, how do
2: you even do that? Do you have to like do one a day or
4: uh, no? Well, they do them all in the same day. And from oh, uh, man. Joe Rogan, a, a prominent well, weed it, enthusiast, it,
2: has said he's done it. And it's like, you haven't, after the first one, it does, you don't know. What well, yeah, you're that'd doing be like right. drinking. Right. I always, I'm just stoned. I always had my good, expensive bottle of wine first. Like, you know, after the third one, I'm not going to get out anything that costs more than 11 bucks at that point. What the hell difference does it make? Right,
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> what's the point? Which is one of my favorite biblical references after jesus turns the water into the wine one of the guests comments boy most places they have the good stuff out first but you hold it back on us so not only was it you know a miracle but evidently jesus hell of a winemaker oh really oh yeah yeah really nice structure <laughs> plenty of fruit but a crisp finish well done lord <laughs> wow. wow any chance i can get a case of this wow <laughs> what's the case price yeah Do I get, like, uh, 20%? 10? Okay, 10%. So
2: marijuana is probably going to be more like soda than beer or wine. Soda, which is
0: soon to be over, I was reading, but go on. Where you'll have a Coke and a Pepsi,
2: which are basically the same thing, uh, you know, Mm, battling each other out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, with each
4: one of those having their diet or sugar-free, like a couple subcategories within those. That's
2: interesting. It's too bad for all the craft people that... Are sprouting up around the country and really digging it.
0: I don't have it in front of me, but there seems to be a significant drop off in the swigging downs of fizzy sugar water in the United States. Soda pop is has peaked and is declining, which is great.
2: I've always been anti soda pop, so I'm I know I'm an outlier. My kids have had my youngest. I don't know if he's ever had it, and my oldest has had two maybe in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see the 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 need for it at all. Oh no! It,
0: it, once you get used to it and you like it, it's great. It tastes so good. I mean, you know, like a Coke with a nice ham sandwich. Oh, it's unbelievable! But you are pouring sugar down your throat. It's it's a slow suicide.
2: And the diet we now know is really horrible for you for a variety of reasons.
0: The diet, the diet version of the oh, soda. oh yeah, fake yeah.
4: sugar often being worse than regular. Yeah, a sugar. lot of people
0: think that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of on that uh, that train. I'm trying to figure out if this protein shake I've fallen in love with has artificial sweeteners in it. What's vegetable glycerin?
2: Oh, that sounds good. Sounds explosive.
0: It sounds, uh, it sounds. Stand back! I've got vegetable g- glycerin. Give me your watch. It sounds like you might have a little a container of that in the the boudoir, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> No, I don't know what you mean. Sodium citrate? A little suspicious of that. Delish. Uh, Oh, wait. Stevia. Uh, That's an artificial sweetener.
4: No, I've heard that's a. Okay, not getting too. I think that's a good one. That's a natural. Yeah, it is a good one. It is? Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: my advisory committee has told me it's a good one. Stevia, know what you're talking about? Then the uh, final ingredient is monk fruit. (laughs) Well, you become a monk, you don't need your fruits no more, if you know what I'm saying. So I guess they lop them right (laughs) off and grind them up and put them in this. That's where the protein comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Dealish. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation.
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: What percentage of teenagers have not read a book in the past year? Oh boy. Compared to 20 years ago, it's a shocking change. Now, I'm not reading as many books as either because of smartphones. So,
0: is that it? Anyway, more on that later. According to some website, Sean, how do we feel about LiveScience.com? Uh, I don't know
4: them particularly, but those findings are what I have found to be true on okay. various other sites. Right.
0: So it's about stevia, the sweetener, and my protein shake. and uh, It has no calories. It's 200 times sweeter than sugar in the same concentration. And according to a 2017 article in the Journal of Medicinal Food, it has potential for treating endocrine diseases. Et so it seems to be okay stuff. Although you got to be so careful with anything dietary. Because not only are there various, um, you know, avenues or or neighborhoods of belief, but everybody is so anxious to proselytize. It's weird. And, and I have friends, good friends, smart people who will like latch on to a particular, I hate to call it craze, but body of belief about diet and just preach it like it's, like it's the religion.
2: Oh, I know. It's like I'm always talking about why is gluten free such a religion for so many people, or the way the the being a vegetarian or vegan was when it first hit the scene. I've never I've never understood why the whole what you eat thing becomes so evangelical. Yeah, I know. I people just I don't have really, that bone. Really have the need to convert people. So it's it's, it's yeah. interesting. <clears throat> Wait, uh, we got this text. I'm not exactly sure what it means. Joe, your protein shake might have artificial sweeteners if your boyfriend drinks a lot of diet coke. Is that a shh? What kind of shot is that? I'm a gay man. <laughs> That's well. First of all, it's a You're it's, pro. Oh, it's oh, a, it's oh, not,
5: oh, no,
0: no. Okay. Oh okay. no, you shouldn't have just, brought that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Really bad.
1: Okay. Moving along I at
0: didn't two <laughs> thousand four. Let me explain it to you during the commercial, son. At two thousand four, you see, sometimes when people love each other very much. <laughs> A study in 2004 in rats found low-calorie sweeteners led the animals to overeat, possibly because of a mismatch between the perceived sweetness and expected calories from sugar. Um, I've read a fair amount about this. It's a little more complicated than that, but yes, yeah, it's true. The author of the study later argued that people who use artificial sweeteners may suffer health problems associated with excess sugar, including metabolic syndrome, which can be a precursor to diabetes, etc., etc., Yet there's also evidence that stevia does nothing to change eating habits or hurt metabolism in the short run. A 2010 study in the journal Appetite. I get that delivered to my home and I eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Tested several artificial sweeteners against sugar and each other in 19 lean and 12 obese people, blah, 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 stevia is good.
2: Shouldn't I eliminate artificial sweeteners from my life if I can?
0: Uh, Almost all of them, yes. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, but again, it seems that this one's pretty good. Although, you know, I would say and yes, I'm aware of the irony. I would take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> and do your I own make it delicious. Do your own research in 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 ways that you find appropriate because I'm not here to convert you to my eaten religion. Nah.
2: My kids are crazy for salt. I don't know why. Just got well, some so days you salt just wanted so
0: bad. <laughs> I mean that's I, you know I, Judy was shocked she'd forgotten because I'd mentioned this to her earlier but she doesn't listen to me. Um as a kid I did not like potato chips. You couldn't get me to eat them. Never heard of I such I thought a they thing. were too oily kind of yeah I didn't like them. As an adult hand me a big old bag and let me see what kind of damage I can do. They're one of my new kryptonite foods oh, so uh, now I won't have them. A Bag in the house. of Lay's
2: potatoes chips.
0: Oh man. Lay's is a child's potato chip jack. I'm a, uh, a kettle man, the uh, sea salt and cracked black pepper. Yeah. Yes, I please. I like
2: potato chips to taste like potato chips, not some of your weird... You don't uh, like the
0: honey Dijon? No, that's a favorite of mine I'm as well.
2: Never even, that will never pass my lips. It's a bastard chip.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, it's good you have beliefs and you stick with them. It's admirable. <laughs> I won't waver. <laughs> but not out this? of the house now. I won't have them. Let's do this while we got it. All right. Um, reading
2: newspapers has dropped quite a bit since the nineties among teenagers.
0: Yes, we know, says the two people remaining employed at your local newspaper. a uh, newsroom that used to have 130 people, right?
2: Just 2% of 15 to 16 year olds read a newspaper daily versus a third in the 1990s. That's quite a drop from a third to 2%. Now, do they not count it though? If you read a, cause I don't read a newspaper that often. But I read the New York Times. Don't know. Multiple times a day. If Mm. you don't count that, that's stupid. Mm. Uh, Wouldn't you say? Yes. Um, The number of teens, older teens, enjoying a daily book is now at 16%. A daily book? Oh, you have a book you're working on. Sure. I've had a book I'm working on every day since I was, I don't know, whatever age. But my whole life, I've always got some book I'm work, working on, mm-hmm. and when I meet people that don't do that, I always think, "Oh yeah, there are people that don't do that." I always have a book I'm working on, mm-hmm. and I have for like 40 years. But a lot of people don't ever; just not part of their life. Okay, that's fine. Um, you probably eat flavored potato chips, a weirdo. <laughs> um, but the how the big about one barbecued? Was, No way. What? I want it to taste like a potato
0: chip. God, if this was a World War II movie, we'd be shooting you right now because you're clearly not an American. The barbecued potato chip is as an American as a a barbecue. The yellow Lay's bag.
2: That's a potato chip. (laughs) Old Simple Jack. (laughs) One in three teenagers have not read a book in the past year. Ignoramuses. I hate to be picky, are they considering reading... Ah, it's tough. There's so many long-form pieces now Mm. that you can read on your phone or your tablet or whatever. These simpletons are not reading those either. You don't think so? (laughs) These
4: simpletons... (laughs) Well, To paraphrase an argument that I heard Jordan Peterson make recently that for the first time in history, the spoken word has greater reach than the written word. And I think a lot of the way that people...
2: I'm guessing the, for the first time since 1530 or whenever the printing press was invented.
4: Ah, good point. Pre- oh, printing press. Yeah. So for the first time since then, if Sean yeah. had ever
0: read a book about the printing press. <laughs> he'd know that.
4: Um, but the, with so much more of people's information consumption coming from uh, listening, to yeah. where now I can I can quote unquote read the newspaper while doing the dishes. It, it, it has become yeah. a passive. Activity as opposed to an all-encompassing
2: one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, that'd just be a change in the way information is shared. Okay, that's fine. But <laughs> if if Joe's right that these ignoramuses aren't taking in information in any other way, then you know, you're not reading a book or reading long articles or listening to podcasts. No, nope, they're playing their video games, looking at Instagram, and model smoking
0: posts. their marijuana. Right. Nine. Looking at this Instagram post of illiterate models smoking marijuana sometimes. <laughs> happens. It's <laughs> a genre.
5: Well, what's coming up in your news, well, Marshall? War of words about Russian hacking of U.S. sites heating up again. Scientists have discovered self-fertilizing corn. And Asia Argento's story takes another very odd twist. She's one of the first women to accuse Harvey Weinstein of rape, now accused of sexual assault herself. It's we got an update.
2: I'll try to follow all that. Uh, My kids are plowing, my oldest is plowing his way through the 800-page Harry Potter every single day. Good man. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: How about we jump into the news with Marshall Phillips. All right, we got the Kremlin now dismissing mightily new reports that Russia is targeting U.S. political groups through cyber attacks ahead of the midterm elections. Microsoft saying it uncovered new intrusions by Russian government-linked hackers, rather, on U.S. political groups and conservative think tanks, specifically the Hudson Institute and the International Republican Institute. Three other fake internet domains were designed to look as if they were for the U.S. Senate. So far. No sign they were successful in getting anybody to click on the fake websites. And now the Kremlin's saying the allegations from Microsoft lacked detail and that it wasn't clear who the hackers in question really are. I still wonder what's the best strategy if I'm Putin. Do
2: I continue to appear to be backing one side? Or do I go back and forth? I really
0: confuse people. strategy has been just whip everybody up against everybody. But I see what you're saying. Maybe it's time to refine the strategy. Get another Republican. Try to get another Republican elected. Right. And then switch after that. I don't
5: don't know. Some distributors are claiming they were duped by Herbalife's promises that they could get rich selling health and personal care products, so they're now suing the company for as much as a billion dollars in damages. The distributors contend in their suit. They were coerced into attending dozens of Herbalife's circle of success events around the country, cost them thousands of bucks, and they say none of the events ever lived up to their billing as the secret to wealth. This is not whomp the first whomp time whomp that Herbalife's whomp. been in the uh, courts. That's right. I womp-womped multi-level marketing
0: schemes.
5: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> University of Cal- How absolutely dare you? University of California, Davis, and researchers from two other groups have discovered a type of corn that fertilizes itself. They found farmers in Mexico have been growing corn that creates its own fertilizer for centuries. The corn apparently secretes... So it poops on itself? Uh, basically, it secretes a substance that contains bacteria that converts nitrogen from the air to a type that can be used and then soaked up by the plants to fertilize the corn. Clever, clever corn. Very, very (laughs) self-sustaining.
2: Boy, I love corn on the cob. Mmm, delicious. Mm. So
0: good. So glad we can join together on that after our bitter potato chip (laughs) argument. All right, what do you put on the corn on the cob?
2: Uh, Butter, salt, and pepper. Bingo. I got this text, although I'll eat it plain if it's good sweet corn. It's pretty good. Um, Flavored potato chips are for the lazy. Get some damn dip and leave my chips alone. (laughs) Dip is good. I like dip, but I don't really need
5: the calories. Oh, please. On this. uh, Big as a house. On this TFT day, we are going to TMZ now to report that Anthony Bourdain was the one who paid the $380,000 to his girlfriend, Azia Argento's sexual assault accuser. Now,
0: this is going to make a lot of our listeners crazy. Well, a small group of our listeners crazy, but I've read about this now. This 17 year old young man, he was just a few months short of turning 18, right? Yeah. He's got this really hot actress who wants to sex him up, and, and they have sex a number of times, right?
5: Well, she's denying it. Never had sex, she Oh, says. really? That's what oh, she's okay. saying in her statement. Yeah, but he
0: initially got a payment of uh, 300 gur or something like yep. that. Yep. And now his lawyers are coming back to the well and saying, oh, yeah, he's all screwed up. He needs like a million and a half or something like This stinks of a cash grab to me. And I don't doubt that maybe he was a little messed up after she said, no, we're done, boyo. We're not having sex anymore, but that happens every breakup you have. He it was 17, so up. if he'd
2: have been six months older, he doesn't get any money whatsoever. It's right. just a
0: breakup with a hot chick, right? Which happens. Yeah, this this stinks of a cash grab to me. And and you know some hashtag Me Too people are saying they're trying to discredit the movement. Blah blah blah. Well, listen, I don't know about that, but I'm with Jan. I don't think it's that great a sin. Did you? And call yes, me? it's different. If it's a teenage girl oh, completely I, and a grown different, man. I, yes, it is. Completely different. Um,
2: did you see the story? So there's this well-known feminist college professor at one of your big-time universities. Right. And she's been accused of uh, hashtag me too and this dude when he was an undergrad. And she was coming on to him and grabbing him and, and forced him to have sex. Whatever that means with a man, I, I don't ever quite understand. I always have trouble picturing that circumstance. I'm um, where that happened. Anyway, so that's kind of interesting uh, on its own. You know, sure. she's a she's a big time feminist and now she's coming under fire. And she'd been forcing her, this guy to have sex with her. Well, he's now married to a dude and she's a lesbian. It seems uh, less than likely <laughs> that they would get together. It makes it extra complicated, yes. doesn't it? So he's a gay man, and she's a lesbian, and she was, as a professor, making him have sex with her. I'll
0: show you stupid, stupid men who's in control. Oh, yeah. I don't know what was going on there. I'd rather have a dude, but uh, I need a good grade, so here we go. That's an ugly... uh, That relationship will not last.
5: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. We'll get to the petering out coming up.
2: It's where we just kind of limp to the finish line. Spent
0: having left it all on the stage. Oh, boy. As if we were. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, so many so many things we didn't quite squeeze in. The NBA is holding a big, exciting camp right next to one of the world's most hum- world, worst humanitarian atrocities. I don't know that. Oh, no, it's it's insane when you hear
2: about it. Okay, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of nation. Of the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty show.
2: There's a new book out about Aaron Hernandez. He is the uh, football player, member of the New England Patriots that killed a couple of people. I mean, horrifying murders. And uh, and he got convicted
0: Gang, of it. Gang-banging murderer.
2: Got sent to prison and killed himself in prison. But uh, they have since studied his brain and found out he had quite the case of that having your brain beat up playing football thing. Yeah, the CTE. And so there's a, a book out about it, and trying to figure out what role that played, and 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 what we're going to do with a society that, or how society's going to handle people that are getting their brains bashed into where they don't function anymore.
0: Right. I'd heard that this. I'd heard from a cynic that this was an effort to get the widow his pension, because if he couldn't help it, the NFL really has to pay out the pension.
2: Yeah. Well, they right. they are definitely trying to do that, but. The uh, the the research the people who research these NFL brains they're completely separate from that mm. and they they said specifically that this is the worst case they'd ever seen anybody that young. Okay, so both may be true. Yeah. Oh, I definitely think wow. they're trying to get the money. Right. Why? Well, maybe yeah. they deserve. it. I don't know. Yeah. He did murder some people. Right. Right. Uh, that's a tough one though. They're 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 you know uh, almost all those football players talk about anger issues, explosive anger problems. Right.
0: Paging OJ. Paging OJ. Um, Sean brought brought up the juice during the commercials as we were chatting about this. Yeah, what? Juice. What if, what if it turns out? You don't out, seem like the juice anymore with your explosive anger, juice. God, and running backs. Nobody bashes their
2: heads more often than the running backs running into the line. You over, are
4: know, a professional getting. battering ram.
0: Yeah. 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 Aww. Juice. <laughs> juice. Thank you. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. Thank you, Ross. Juice. <laughs>
2: Oh, come on, Juice.
0: Come on, Juice. <laughs> you know, for all I know, David Schwimmer is a fine fellow. Yeah. I know nothing about him personally, I which is either. fine. I don't have the right to. He could be great. Uh, he was uh, certainly effective on Friends, although for the longest time I was going for his assassination. <laughs> not, not the actor, but the character. I wanted him to step out of Central Perk and get hit by a bus. Joe hated Ross And so die immediately. I just, I hated Ross. <laughs> and then David David Schwimmer was in uh, Band of Brothers, in the first episode, maybe the second one. Um, and I could hardly watch it. And and I actually thought he was pretty good. at the old uh, Bob Kardashian? Is that who he was in yeah. the uh, Juice movie? Yeah, he is Juice. The, he
2: is the, the Juice. The, he was come the on! seed that caused the entire Kardashian juice! thing. Give me juice, more Juice. 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 <laughs> juice. That was a really good TV show. Despite sure, come on. Juice. Despite that. <laughs> But that would be something if it turned out. I don't know if we'll ever have the ability to figure that out. I suppose OJ donated his brain. We could know that.
0: Yeah. Well, man, explosive anger. uh, Juice. Like, um.
3: It's like he's not really the
0: juice anymore. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're concerned about your friend. Um. The uh, the the whole uh, sports memorabilia incident with the goons with the guns and ain't nobody leaving this room and the rest of it. Well,
2: anger, judgment, it does all kinds of things to your brain. Impulse, right. control, like impulse the, control, impulse control, yeah. impulse
4: control. The yes. CTE is often it's well, it's being more and more linked to like you, a lot of former athletes have gambling problems too. Mm. So this could be manifesting itself in that way as wow.
0: well. Wow, 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 wow. That could, that makes sense. Wow. Come on, choose. How long? <laughs> <laughs> this is so important. So very serious. Um, how long can the NFL exist? How long can football exist? Right. I, I said... Youth football.
2: I really think football will go away for, for, for kids.
0: It'll just go away. It'll, it'll have to. We had the super brain doctor right here in the studio talk to him. Dr. Amalu, is that Dr. his name? Dr. Bennett Amalu. Right, thank you. Um, who made it clear... Concussions are terrible, but it's repeated blows—the sub-concussion level blows. Lineman, bang, 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 every play, bang. That gives you CTE. So the high schools—and listen, I understand—they have a hell of a quandary. Can you imagine in Texas where you got fifty thousand people showing up under the Friday night lights to watch Central play South? I mean, good lord, what a like a religion, right? It is. how can they possibly justify that? Because they make a big deal about the concussion protocol which is good because multiple concussions can cripple your brain. But that ain't the half of it.
2: No, I don't I just I just don't understand legally how they would get around it. I mean if they if, if my kids can't climb on the monkey bars because the school gets sued if they fall off and break their arm, how do you let football happen?
0: And listen, you guys who are angrily crafting right now with a your right fist and a hammer in your left hand, <laughs> you're slamming out your email but <laughs> You pussies are what's wrong with America. <laughs> nah, I totally get what you're saying. I, I get it. If you are an up-and-coming warrior culture, you do dangerous stuff that hurts people because you got to be tough. And you, you have to be. If you're a fat, affluent, safe superpower that sort of stuff fades away it just does yeah, I, well, and, I, and it goes too far I understand what you're saying but I don't think I have
2: to be fat and affluent to not want my kid to hit his head over and over and over through high school toward it
0: ruins his brain I hear you that's the right that's what I'm saying uh, we we need to find a sweet spot somewhere betwixt mm. yeah how uh, about fencing
4: classes fencing is a great sport. Petty, petty thrust. <laughs> very good,
0: very good. I- <laughs> and down to earth. as Sean turns out.
4: Touche, <laughs> touche, the- old should chap. should it be the épée today, or the saber?
2: <laughs> did I mention that the? Par- I think I did. The parade I went to, they always have the various, uh, the the various school programs demonstrating during the parade. And I've seen the fencing for years, and
0: my kids always like the guys, gals breastfeeding goats to refer back to like two hours ago on the show. <laughs> they have the guys running along
2: in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> they'll run along in the parade, they'll stop and they'll fence for a little while, yes! they'll run around fence and my kids think it's fun. But this year it was the first year they they in addition to fencing, they had I forget what they called it, but it was old time sword fighting. Oh yeah. It was like fencing, but it was with swords and they yes. wore like medieval clothing instead of, of the fin- and it was very
0: cool. Did very they have the boots with the cuffs? Yeah. Like Puss in Boots? Yes. yes. just <laughs> Like, like that. the Three Musketeers? <laughs> yes. yes, very much like that. Yes.
2: Count of Monte Cristo, that sort of stuff. Yes. yes. Those kind of boots.
0: Very exciting. I love sword fighting. <laughs> yeah. Who sure. doesn't? They're sure. slashing each other with long knives. Yeah. I'd like to see... No, I wouldn't. I've got to admit, I, there, I have some curiosity. Can scientists or historians or somebody figure out what sword fights are really like, and give it the uh, uh, the Saving Private Ryan first 20 minutes treatment, I think that would take a lot of the fun out of sword fighting. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm sure it's gruesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's been so cleansed now in the modern era, all it is is like a, you know, it's it's a dance with clanking of swords and wisecracking. Well, I know from reading a lot of books about it, it's
2: really short burst of energy, then they're both so exhausted. It's just who can lift up that heavy chunk of metal next. I believe that. <laughs> As you stand there and breathe really hard. Right. <laughs> That's a lot yeah. of it is. All right.
1: We've
3: now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty.
2: I like that. That was soothing. Here's your host,
0: Joe Getty. You almost put me to sleep. The idea being we put a ribbon on the show, a bow, if you will, by sharing a final thought. Marshall Phillips,
5: lead us off today, would you? i got to tell you, I probably lost three pounds this morning dealing with Trump-free Tuesday newscast. The Sorry man about that. literally dominates so many stories, it is crazy. Well, right, crack addicts, they have the shakes as they give up cracks. So God, I the- wish the New York
2: Times would try a yeah. Trump-free Sunday or oh. something like that, like... The front page, fine. You got to right.
5: do that, but leave it out of your book review and the food stories that'd and it, sports. And bring it down to ten pages. Yeah, That's Sunday New York Times, ten pages. Positive Sean, final
4: thought. Yeah, this study coming out, 15% of college millennials spend parents' money primarily on parting. That means there's 85% of them that aren't. So I think the kids are just going to be fine.
1: There you go. Mm.
5: Hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Yeah, at armstrongandgettyradio.com, there's Michelangelo Market, my new blog. It's a great way to kill time. It's written by me in a mediocre and bland way.
0: (laughs) Super. Sounds compelling. Jack, final thought? Another TFT
2: at Trump Free Tuesday. It is the great struggle of everybody doing newspapers, television, radio to try to figure out how much of that do you all want? How much can you take? Everybody's trying to figure out the balancing act on this and feeling their way along.
0: Sure felt good to take a break today. And as we've discussed, if it's all Trump all the time, what is? It, what are you leaving out? Mm-hmm. Usually it's a lot of good stuff. My final thought is actually from the philosopher Edmund Burke. It was sent along by Drew. I like this. It's uh, your quote of the day. It is no excuse for presumptuous. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. God dang it. Edmund Burke said, make sure you get the right quote <laughs> before you start reading it. <laughs> uh, and I Edmund might Burke. as well finish it. It is no excuse for presumptuous ignorance that it is directed by insolent passion. Meaning, just because you're mad doesn't mean you're right. Mm, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. For instance, I'm mad I got the wrong quote. So many people who thanks a little time go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. This is a pretty good
2: Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
5: And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
3: Thank you, and good
5: night. (laughs) The show's over. Bye-bye.
0: Nothing relaxes me better than a smoke in a breastfeed. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. But if life changes, you can return it any time. Or even
2: upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guarantee. Restrictions apply. See store for details.